Praise God, praise God, praise God, hallelujah, amen, amen. I want to just wish you a happy new month. Welcome to the month of March, hallelujah. I decree this month you will march forward in the name of Jesus. This month you will see significant progress, you will see significant increase in the name of Jesus. Whatever is fighting you, God fights for you this month. Whatever is standing on your path, God is removing those obstacles in the name of Jesus. You will make progress in every area of life in the name of Jesus. So, hey, welcome to the month of March. We are starting a new series, all right? We are starting a new series titled Faith and Not Fear. Hallelujah. Can you say that with me? Say, Faith and not fear. I want to say it a bit more enthusiastically. Say with me, faith and not fear. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Uh, we're starting this series this month, Faith Not Fear. And why is this very, very important? It's important because at every point in time, you are either walking in faith or you're walking in fear. That's what you need to realize. At every point in time, you are either walking in faith or in fear. One of those forces are always in operation at every given time. You are either walking with faith or you are walking with fear. In fact, the way the Bible says it, it said as believers we should walk by faith. Hallelujah. It said we should walk by faith and not by sight. You should walk by faith and not by sight. So, our walk is meant to be a walk of faith. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. All right. So, um, I'm going to start by laying this foundation. Uh, faith is a spiritual force. Faith is a spiritual force that creates a physical impact. Very important. Faith is a spiritual force that creates physical impact. Very, very important. I want us to even say it together. Say out loud with me. Faith is a spiritual force that creates physical impact. Glory to God. So faith is a force, just that it's a spiritual force. What is a force? You know, um, um, physics, physics tells us that you know, everything remains at a state of rest until a relevant force is applied to it. That everything remains the same. Everything remains just ordinary until a force is applied to it. Now, when it comes to forces being applied to something, some forces are physical, some are not physical. Okay, for instance, the Nigerian army is called the Nigerian Armed Forces. So it's a force. <laughs> uh, it's a force. Just the way Ukraine, um, Russia is, is trying to invade Ukraine, that's a that's physical force. All right, that's physical. So it's a force. So when it comes to force, there's forces that are physical, then there are also forces that are spiritual. But they have the same impact in the sense that things are moved. Hallelujah. Some things need to be moved forward. Some things need to be moved aside. Hallelujah. But there is going to be a movement in your life in this month of March. That amen is not born again. I said there's going to be a movement in your life in this month of March. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. So, faith is a spiritual force. 
Faith is a spiritual force that creates physical impact. Or you can also say faith is an invisible force. It's an invisible force that creates visible change. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? These are good things for you to write. Faith is an invisible force that creates visible change. How many desire to see visible change in their life? You want to see visible change. I'm telling you, some changes are visible. Glory to God. I mean, there is a way your life will change. You don't have to introduce yourself. You don't have to tell people something is happening in my life. Everybody will see it. I prophesied this morning. That's the kind of change you are going to experience in the name of Jesus. Is somebody receiving that word this morning? As I prophesy over your life, that's the kind of change you are receiving this month in the name of Jesus. That kind of change that you don't need to tell people something is happening, they can see it. They can see your life is changing. Glory to God. So, faith is an invisible force that creates visible change. Faith is a spiritual force that creates physical change. And sometimes because it is invisible, people tend not to pay attention to it. Faith, the same way faith is a spiritual force. Guess what, guys? Fear is also a spiritual force. Fear is also a spiritual force. Fear is also an invisible force that creates visible change. Faith and fear are like opposite of each other. Faith and fear are like directly opposite each other. You can't have both at the same time. It's like light and darkness. They are, they, are, they, are, they are the opposite forces. Where there's darkness, is the, in fact, they define darkness as the absence of light. Do you understand? So they can't be together. When there's faith, then there can't be fear. When there's fear, then there can't be faith. And they both produce results. Just that they also produce opposite results. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Amen, amen. So, Faith and fear are opposite forces, but they both create impact. Opposite impact, definitely. So faith is a spiritual force that creates, you know, physical impact. Faith is an invisible force that creates visible change. Hallelujah. All right. So, and I said earlier on that at every point in time, one of the two is actually active in your life. One of the two is active in your life. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? At every point in time, one of the two is active in your life. So you need to ask yourself, which one are you operating right now? And that on its own now determines the outcome you have out of life. Very important. At every point in time, faith or fear is operating in your life. And the one operating is the one that actually now determines how your life is going. I know you would like to say the reason why you are where you are is, is Nigeria's economy. I know you would like to say COVID-19 is the, is the problem. I know you would like to say the, the economy of the world is the problem. I know you would like to say dollar rate is the problem. I know you would like to say that you came from a poor background is the issue. I know you would like to say people don't like you is the reason you're not succeeding. I know you would like to say you were not fully educated. You didn't go to school. That's what you're doing. I know you have many excuses, but I can tell you. That all those challenges are summarized in one thing. Faith. Faith. 
Some people have more faith in their fear than they have more faith in their faith. I need to say that again. Some people have more faith in their fear than they have faith in their faith. Because fear is also faith. It's just that it is faith in reverse. A lot of things you are afraid of, you don't always have, you know, evidence of. You just believe. You just believe. And that is what faith is. Okay. I'm just laying, today is laying foundation days. First, it's the first day of the, of the series, so I'm just trying to lay foundation. Okay, so 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. 1 John 5, verse 4. 1 John 5, verse 4. Okay, he said, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. In fact, I want us to read this together. Everybody, look at the screen. Um, if you don't have it open in your Bible, let's read together after the count of two. One, two, read. Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Even our faith. This is important. So whatever is born of God overcomes the world. When they say overcomes the world, they are talking about the earth. All right, they're talking about the world. The world is talking about the systems, the, 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 the things going on in life, the obstacles of life, the sickness, the, 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 the poverty, um, um, you know, scarcity. All those things are in the world. And they're saying, if you are born of God, you have potentially overcome this world. And the way you do it is by your faith. I need you to understand why this series is important. Every, every challenge you have can be answered by faith. I don't know the problem you are going through, but I know the solution you need. Oh, I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. I don't know the challenge you are facing, but I know the solution you need. It's faith. Whatever it is, the challenge you are facing, it doesn't matter because the answer is still the same. It is faith. Faith is how we overcome the challenges of this life. It is faith. It is faith. Faith is not just a message. Faith is not just a movement. Faith is our life. That's why the Bible said the just shall live by his faith. The just doesn't live by the economy. The just doesn't live by the dollar rate. The just doesn't live by who likes him or who doesn't like him. The just lives by faith. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Hey, the just lives by faith. So I don't know your problem. I put it to you. As we are all seated here, different faces, we have different challenges. I put it to you, I don't know your challenge. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're dealing with. Ah, but I know the solution. It's still the same solution. Faith in God. I said that's how we overcome the earth. That's how we overcome the world. Faith in God. The world there is talking about all the different challenges you will face in this world. Oh, man, there's no limit. There's no limit. I've been a pastor for a few years. There's no limit to the challenges of men. All of us looking cute. Trust me, some people have big problems, but they just look good in church on Sunday. I mean, some people, you, when they tell you the problem, you'll never imagine that this person can face such a thing. You'll never imagine that this pretty girl can have such a serious problem. You'll never imagine that this muscular man can have such a small, big problem. You know, it, it, it just happens. As long as we are on this earth, as long as we are on this earth, guys, they said there will be challenges here. Jesus himself said it. He said, in this world, you will have tribulations, man. This earth is just not a perfect place. This earth 
is, is under the dominion of the devil. That's why they call him the God of this world. Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4, he's the God, small letter G, of this world. It doesn't mean he's God over you because you too, you are a principality. You are called to reign, all right, as kings and priests on the earth. So he's not over you, but he also has some jurisdiction and license here. He got it from Adam. Adam passed on his own permit to Satan. Somebody getting what I'm saying now? So, as long as this earth is here, Satan is operating. And that thing that causes problems on this earth is that human beings are not perfect. Human beings are not perfect. Hallelujah. You know, human beings are not perfect. So, that's another thing that causes challenges on the earth. Because human beings have free will. This means they can do whatever they want to do. So, somebody can decide to leave his house and come and jam you on the road. Somebody can drag the road and just hit your car. It's not God or Satan, per se. It's that this human being also has free will on the earth. If somebody gets up and because many people don't know, they're always confused that if God is the one in charge, why are bad things happening? God is not the one in charge of this earth. He has handed it over. He has, you know, he has, he has handed it over to different people. Hallelujah. So, you know, so God, so God is not the one in charge. Because people, there are a lot of people that think that. They just think, Oh, you know, um, God is the one in charge of this earth. So um, why are babies dying? Why is there sickness? Why is there if God is... <laughs> of course, God, God has handed it over to men and has given men free will. But he, if men can serve him and worship him, they would do things more God in the God godly way. But you see, human beings have their free will. Human beings have their free will. God created this earth a bit different from heaven. In heaven, it's easy for everybody to obey him because they are all angels. They are like robots. They will do what he says. But here on the earth, he gave men free will. It's such a big deal, but we don't value it. Okay. Let me try and uh, move forward a bit. Okay, so, um, whatever challenge you are facing, the answer is still the same. First John 5, 4, you overcome by our faith. And the truth is that we all will face challenges, like I said. And the twist, I've said this before many times here, the twist is that you don't get to choose what challenge you face. Do you understand that? That's the twist there. You don't get to choose what challenge you face. I wish you could choose. I wish you could choose what challenge you face. But you don't get to choose what challenge you face. You will face challenges, but you don't get to choose what challenge you face. I wish we could choose. Everybody just look for something they can naturally overcome. But fortunately, you don't choose the challenges. It's as if the challenges choose you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> different people will face different things. Some people, you just find out in your life that from when you're born, you're just born with an ailment. Somebody, some people are like that. You're just born with a certain sickness, a certain ailment, a certain disease from childbirth. They didn't do anything. It just came natural because they're on this earth. Some other people, they find out that they have concentration problems. Some other people, as they grow, it might be a physical defect. Some other people, as they grow, they find out that, oh, I'm struggling to pass jam. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, I don't know if that they still have those challenges today, but in our own days, passing jam was a major hurdle. Hey, major hurdle. It's from where the boys are separated from the men. In fact, somebody can be brilliant in secondary school and still struggle with jam and not enter school. And the way it is, once you miss, you don't pass. You won't enter the year. Your mates have gone to year one. 
If you fail again, you find some people, some people stayed home two years, three years, while their mates had gone, almost finishing university. Some people stayed home five years, still writing jam. If somebody, they're just not passing jam. Or they'll pass, they won't give them their mission or something, you know, story. So, you see life begins to demarcate us from there. Some other people, they pass jam, enter university, then they can't graduate. How many of you have heard of those, <laughs> those people that stayed in this university for 10 years? I mean, they were almost lecturers now in the school. They just stayed there and keep resitting and resitting. There are people like that. They just couldn't graduate from university. Some graduated from university, the challenge that now comes to them is that they can't get jobs. I mean, this guy finished with a good, 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 good score, good degree, good mark. Some people even two one. And they just can't get a job. They go for interview after interview after interview can't get jobs. Some get a job, but they never pay them well. Work for three months and they don't pay. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Or they promote them to a point they're no more getting promoted. I mean, challenges just come. Some people, is that they just can't get married. Fine girl. I'm telling my pastor for a while, so I've seen these things. Fine girl, pretty girl, looks like she has a good head on her shoulders, has a good job, has good sense, has good family, good spiritual life, good everything. Just no good husband. She's just waiting and waiting. All the men are avoiding her for one reason or the other. I don't know why. I don't want to mention names. <laughs> hey. Because all those men are blind. <laughs> so, marriage just is an issue. Sometimes it's also for, same for men. You just find out that no marriage. Some people, they get married, then no children. You know what? See, you are going to face something, guys. I wish I could tell you that, that, that because you love God, you know, you, you go through life without stress. I wish I could tell you so, but it's a lie of the devil. But you can walk in victory. This means that when challenges arise, you're already equipped and you have what it takes to overcome it. And that's what this series is supposed to help you achieve. So that you build your faith to the point when challenges come, you even know that they came because you are, you've, you've mastered the art of using your faith. The just shall live by faith. Are you here, somebody? So, you know, so they begin to build that. Challenges come. And we overcome them by faith. Let's see something. Let's see something. Hebrews chapter 11. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Hebrews 11. From verse 1. It says now, Hebrews 11 is the faith, hallmark of faith, word of faith, um, honor rule, anything you want to call it. It says now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I don't want to go into that today to explain what, how faith, and what faith is. Let's go on, verse 2. It says, for by it, the elders obtained what? A good report. Now, this is important. Who are the elders? The elders are people that have gone ahead of us. That's what they're referring to as the elders there. And they said, look, the elders, people of old, the Abrahams, the Isaacs, the Moses, all these guys we read about, he said they obtained... A good testimony. Report there means they got their testimony. They got a good testimony by their faith. It was for by it. It was by faith that the elders obtained a good report. Now, please take note. Verse 1, they introduced faith. Verse 2, they said, look, faith is what people are using to win. Follow this. Oh. Verse 1, they introduced faith. That faith substance of things hope for the evidence of things not seen. I'll probably talk about that next week. Now, they said, verse 2, they said, this faith is what people are using, you know, it's just like an advert. 
You know how they do advert? They say, oh, you know, uh, I don't know what advert to use. I don't know what advert to use. Bako Supersack, um, Omo. I, I, I don't watch all those things again, so I don't know which one is raining now. Indomie. You know those advert? They say this is yummy, and they say they don't show you people using it. They show children eating it for school. They show uh, Bako Supersack, somebody carrying it. You know, so they introduce faith, verse 1. Verse 2, they say this is what people are using. You know, cut soap for me. This is it. They're saying this is what this soap that the elders were cutting. Hallelujah. This is what the elders were running. This is the package the elders were running. It says faith they used. It's faith the elders used. How many would like to have a good report? How many would like for your story to be used for generations and generations? There are many of great men that we see share their story today. Great, great men of faith, Shambaks, the Kenne Higgins, the Kenne Copeland, great men of Ora Roberts. There are great, great men of faith that we share their story today. Smith Wigglesworth. There are many of them. They have lived years ago. They have, some of them have passed long ago, but we are still sharing their results. If you want your story to be used one day, then they say it's faith that the elders used to get a good report, a good testimony. Now, see verse 3. It said, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Worlds, take note, worlds, there is plural. It said, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. It said, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, most of the time when you read that scripture, you will think they're talking about the creation of the earth. And that is God that created it. That's not what that's about at all. If you take notes, they mentioned worlds there. Plural. So that's not talking about the world. It's worlds. That world, the Hebrew word there, the Greek word there is eons. And it means different dispensations. Different generations. Different ages. <laughs> See, that means different ages will face their challenges. But elders in each of those generations used their faith to shape their own world. How many would like to shape their own world? Wouldn't you like to shape your world? That even though COVID is happening, but you still shape your world. Even though there's dollar inflation or whatever, you still shape your world. Even though there's war in Europe, you still shape your world. Wouldn't you love that? It says, by faith, the elders shaped their world. They, 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 they shaped, they framed their world. All right? The worlds were framed by the faith they had in the word of God. So that the things which we see today did not come of physical raw materials. They came of spiritual raw materials, which I started with, which is faith. Invisible force that creates visible change. Invisible force that creates what? Visible change. Hallelujah. Mm. So they said, number one, they described what faith was. Verse two, they said this is what the elders are using. Verse 3, they said, this is how the elders shaped their world. Hallelujah. So now, now the, and how do I know this is not talking about God? Apart from the fact that eons means successive ages and all that, what they are talking about here are elders. God is not one of the elders. <laughs> God created the elders. All right, so they were talking about elders. That's what we're talking about here. So if you see from verse, um, we're going to jump quickly now. So verse 2 talks about, okay, verse 3, verse 4, let's go to verse 4. Verse 4, they began to mention the elders that succeeded at different generations facing different challenges. And you see, no matter who you are, your challenges must fall into one of these categories, no matter who you are. They began to list all the elders that, that, that framed their own world, all the elders that succeeded in different dispensations. 
Whether it's 70s, the elders that won there. Whether it's 80s, they have elders that won there. Whether it's in the 90s, they have elders that won there. And they all had their peculiar challenges all those years. Whether in the 2000 and, 2000s, there are elders that won there. Now we're in 2022. There are elders that we win this year. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Is it you I'm talking about this morning? Are you one of those that they were saying, 2022, this elder rocked this year. Glory to God. I don't know about you, but I'm rocking 2022 in the name of Jesus. At the end of this year, I'll be among those that they will say, I rocked this year. I got results out of this year. I shaped and framed 2022 the way I wanted it. Hallelujah. If it's you I'm talking about, shout a loud amen. Glory to God. Hmm. Okay. So let's begin to look at the elders that they mentioned. And no matter what, like I said, no matter what the challenges are, is listed here. They're just giving you an idea that you too, whatever your own present challenges, faith is the answer. Look at verse 4. Verse 4 says, by faith, Abel. Look at verse 5. DJ, I need to move in very fast now. Verse 5 says, by faith, Enoch. That's on the elder. Go to verse 7. Verse 7 says, by faith, Noah. You see, all these, are, all these are elders. They said all of them did it by faith. Verse 8, go to verse 8, go to verse 8. He said, by faith, Abraham. Hey, that's the Baba himself. Go to verse 11. Go to verse 11. He says, through faith, also Sarah, his wife, joined the elders. Verse 17. Verse, there's so much good reading, but I'm just skipping as much as I can. Verse 17. It says, um, by faith, Abraham again, when it was tried, he offered up Isaac. Now go to verse 20. Go to verse 20. I'm just jumping as much as I can. It's a good read. Everybody should go and read after t- today's service. It says, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob. Hallelujah. 21. 21. It says, by faith, Jacob too. When he was dying, he blessed his sons. I tell, I tell men all the time, pray over your children. Even if you don't know what they say, God bless you. All right? By faith. Hallelujah. By faith. I pray over my kids every morning before they go to school. I say, you are blessed. You will excel. You'll be first amongst your equals. Hallelujah. You will excel in your academics. You excel in every area of life. By faith. I speak over them. That's what they said they did here. All right? Um, um, go, um, verse, yes, we've read to verse 21. Go to verse 22. 22. It says, by faith, Joseph. All right? <laughs> when he died, he mentioned some things by faith. Go to verse 23. 23. He said, by faith, Moses. Do you see these guys? Do you see these guys? All of them, all the elders used faith in their time. Verse 24. Verse 24. Now we're going to go into a long reading. 24, he said, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called um, son of Pharaoh's daughter. Go ahead. He said, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy pleasures of sin. Go ahead. He said, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Go ahead. He said, by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. Go ahead. He said, through faith, he kept the Passover. Do you see this? Go ahead. Next verse. He says, um, next verse, guys. He said, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea. Somebody seen this. As dry land. Ah, glory to God. Which Egyptians were trying on the ground. Next verse. It says, by faith the walls of Jericho fell down. I decree over your life. Any wall limiting you in the name of Jesus. By faith is going down in the name of Jesus. I said that wall is going down. Any wall of singleness. Any wall of poverty. Any wall of sickness. I decree is going down in the name of Jesus. Look at the next verse. Next verse. It said, by faith the halotry have perished not with them that believe not. Next verse. It says, oh, even if you're a halot, you can qualify by faith. That's what they're saying. He said, and what shall I more say? For the time will fail me to talk of the elder Gideon. Talk of the, oh, Gideon. <laughs> Gideon, verse The elder Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and of Samuel and of the prophets. Go ahead. 
It says, who through faith. Do you see this, guys? It's about faith. It's not Nigeria's economy that is your problem. It's not America that is your problem. It's not Canada that is your problem. It's not the embassy that is your problem. Your problem is a faith problem. He said, by faith, through faith, they subdued kingdoms. They wrought righteousness. They obtained promises. He said they stopped the mouth of lions. Hey, somebody's stopping mouth of lions here. I mean, people that are trying to fight you and bite you. You're stopping their mouth in the name of Jesus. See verse 34. They quench the violence of fire. I don't know what fire is trying to come against you. By faith today, we quench it in the name of Jesus. He said, they escaped the edge of the sword. I decree you will never be kidnapped. I decree you will never be robbed. You will escape the edge of the sword. You will escape their gunshots. You will escape their attack. In the name of Jesus. He said, out of weakness, we are made strong. Maybe you have a weakness here that's stopping you. You have a sinful weakness. Maybe a skillful weakness. Any kind of weakness that is stopping you from being the best you can be. They said, you can turn your weakness into strength by faith. He said, they waxed valiant in fight. They turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Next verse. He said, women received their dead back to life again. And others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. Go ahead. And others had trial of cruel mockings, scourgings. Yet, moreover, of their bones and bones, go ahead. He said, they were stoned. They were sown under. They were tempted. They were slain with the sword. They wandered in sheep skins. And whatever, and all those testicles afflicted, tormented. He said, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts, in mountains, in dens, in caves. By faith, they were surviving. Look at this. I said, and this all, having obtained a good report through faith. Do you see this? But they didn't still receive the full promise like us today. Because all these people didn't know Christ. They didn't receive the Holy Spirit. They didn't receive the promise of eternal salvation. See, we have extra added to their own. See the next verse. Verse 40. See, God, having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. So, with all these powerful testimonies of the others, they say it's nothing compared to what we have today in Christ. So, do you see why victory is your portion? I don't know what challenge you are facing, but it's somehow going to be linked to these things. And it says, by faith. Hallelujah. They said, by faith, by faith, we will overcome it. Glory to God. I said, by faith, you will overcome. I don't know what you're going through, but I decree that by faith, you are going to overcome it in the name of Jesus. So, faith is the answer. We can't determine the challenge you will face, guys. I mean, you can't choose it on this earth. You will face different challenges. But you see, when you walk by faith, you will live in such a way it will look like you don't have challenges. That's what I'm telling you. You will be so decorated, so blessed, so victorious. People will think you don't face challenges. You face. It's just that you have the equipment. You have what it takes. You have what it takes to overcome it. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Faith. So in summary, what is faith? So what is faith? We know it's a spiritual force and all that, so how can we define it? How can we describe it? It's very simple. Faith means believing. Believing what? Believing in God. Faith simply means believing. That's what it means. This means at every point in time you believe something. You either believe in God's goodness or you believe in something negative that is born out of fear. That's why I said that at every point in time, there is one of these two things operating in your life. 
either faith or fear. And they both will attract things to you. Faith is like a magnet. Faith in God will attract good things. Faith in fear will attract negative things. Job himself said, what I feared has greatly come upon me. What I feared has greatly come upon me. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you are either in faith or in fear. So faith simply means believing. Believing. And look, faith is the currency to change this physical world to line up with God's purpose. So God is a spirit. God has his own plan for you and for your life, for the earth. Faith is how we change this physical world to line up with what God is saying. So let me tell you, let me give you an idea. If God says he wants you well, and your body here on the earth is saying you are sick, faith is how you turn that physical feelings of sickness you are feeling to line up with what God himself is saying. And God is saying you are well. It says by his stripes you are healed. Faith is how you do it. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Faith is how you do it. You, it helps you line up. So God is saying you are rich, but your pocket is saying you are broke. Faith is how you convert this empty pocket into a loaded account. Faith is how you do it. It's a real force. Even this whole earth, this whole physical earth, guess how it was created? <laughs> guess how this physical earth was created? It was by faith. This earth didn't exist before. God called it into existence. Romans 4 says it there, that God who called those things that be not as though they were. So he, he looks at things and calls them how he wants them to be, and they become that. When God saw the earth, when he made the earth the first time, they said it was darkness, and he said, let there be light. God said, let there be light. And suddenly, out of darkness came light. And they said, that's how he created the whole earth. And guess what? If he created the whole earth by words, you can still correct things on the earth by your words. That's why in Mark 11, as I close, today is just intro. And because I need you to, to eat this month's series, you need to eat it. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You need to eat it. You need to eat it. I've seen the benefits of faith. I've seen the benefits of faith. I've faced so many challenges in my life. You know, people just think because we preach, because we look good, that we don't face. We face challenges, and you don't get to choose the one you face. I told you, you don't get to choose it. You just have to be armed with your faith. You just have to be armed with your faith. They say it's the shield of faith that quenches all the fairy darts of the wicked. We're going to do that next week, so I'm going to tell you all the things that the Bible says faith can do. So you need to understand, we face challenges, guys. Your rent is due faith. Faith in God. You need to get married. Faith in God. Many people don't have faith in God. They have faith in their circumstances. They have faith in the, in the physical reality. They don't have faith in God. You need to have faith in God. I'll close with Mark 11. 
All right. Mark 11. Uh, so you know the story? Jesus was walking with the disciples, and he saw a fig tree that he liked, and he wanted to go and get figs from it. And when he got there, he said there was no fruit. The fig had brought out leaves. And I believe the way they said it, that those days when the leaves come out, it means the fruit should be there. So the fruit, the fruit had brought out leaves, but there was no fruit. So Jesus said, no man eat of you anymore. He just spoke. He spoke to the, to the trees that nobody will eat of you anymore. And they said the next day, when they were passing by, <laughs> that the disciples noticed that the tree had actually died. Just the next day. And they were excited. They were very excited. If you look at verse 11, and Peter calling to remembrance, so, you know, okay, let, let me start from verse 20. He said, and in the morning, that's just the next day. He said, in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. So, so they passed the first day, just t- told the tree, nobody will of you anymore. And the next day, they said the next morning, they were passing by back to that same place. He said, and they saw that the fig tree had dried up from the roots. He said, and Peter, calling to remembrance, verse 21, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. He was surprised that it actually withered away. This means, that, you know, they didn't put much attention to it. And this is what happens to many people. They don't live intentionally. Spiritual principles, are, you must be intentional with it. Listen, there are natural principles and there are spiritual principles. Principles of this life are divided into two. There are natural ones and there are spiritual ones. What causes problem for many people is that some people want to practice only the spiritual and not the natural. Some want to practice only the natural and not the spiritual. But for you as a believer, you are born into two worlds. That is the benefit you have over the natural man. You actually have access to two worlds. You are, you, there's no being like you that is living on two realms at the same time. There's no being like you. Angels are largely heavenly beings. Humans are largely earthly beings. But believers belong to the kingdom of God even though they are present here. So believers are the ones living in two worlds at the same time. That's why they call us ambassadors. We're ambassadors. An ambassador of America in Nigeria is not living inside Nigeria. Even though he, the embassy is in Nigeria, but where he lives, that, that embassy itself is marked as America. That place, you can't arrest him inside that place because that place is America. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I hope some of you know what I'm talking about. That's why they call us ambassadors for Christ. You, there's no being like you. You're actually living in two worlds at the same time. That's why you can take things from this world and affect this world. You can take things from this world and affect this world. You are living in two worlds. That's what it means by you belong to the kingdom of God. You are a citizen of heaven. Even though you are domiciled on the earth, but your citizenship is still sure. It's heaven. I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. So Peter, so, 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 there's natural principles, there's spiritual principles. You as a Christian must practice both. Some people don't want to practice natural principles. So they think if I pay tight and give, I'll be rich. Do you work? Because in this earth, for financial prosperity, you must work, work well, work excellently, work hard then you can practice tithing and giving. That impacts it. But if you're only tithing and giving and not uh, working, you will not be rich. If you're only working and not practicing the spiritual principles of tithing, giving, and faith, you will not go at the race as the pace you should go. You'll be going at a natural pace, which can be slow. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So go back to what we're reading. It says, And Peter, calling to remembrance, said, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is without the way. And Jesus answering him, said unto him, have faith in God. The original translation of that scripture says, have faith like God. That's what they were really saying. They say, hey, have the God kind of faith. That's the original thing. Have the God kind of faith. And what is the God kind of faith? 
is the God kind of faith that God used to create the earth. He calleth things that be not as though they were. He calleth things that be not as though they were. Look at the next, look at what he now told them, verse 23, next verse. He said, for verily I say unto you. Whenever Jesus says verily or verily, verily, he's literally like almost swearing. He's saying, I swear. That means because what I'm about to tell you will be hard for you to accept. That's, that's the time he uses verily. When he's about to say something tough. He said, verily I say to you. This, that means this is this very sure. He said, that means people will try and tell you it's not true. This I'm telling you, but it's true. Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. See what it says. He shall have whatsoever he saith. He's saying have faith like God. God calls things that be not as though they were. You are supposed to be imitators of God. You to call things that be not. You can call in your prosperity. You can call in your victory. You can call in your health. You have no business accepting sickness. It's not your portion. I'll talk about all these things tomorrow, next Sunday. It's not your portion. Poverty is not your portion. Lack is not your portion. Scarcity is not your portion. Call abundance in. Call health in. Call prosperity in. Call peace in. Call victory in. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you ready to do that this morning? I feel we should just do that this morning. Can you rise to your feet? Everybody, wherever you are, rise up, rise up, rise up. Glory to God. Rise up to your feet wherever you are. We are going to have faith like God. We are going to shape our own worlds by the word of God. Can you just take the next five minutes and begin to call forth the things you desire in your life? Have faith like God this morning. Go ahead, open your mouth. I'm just beginning to call forth what you desire in your future. Decree how this month will look. Decree how this year will look. Decree how your life will look. I'm going to walk in victory. Oh, wherever I am in the world, wherever I live in the world, I'm going to walk in victory. Good things are happening to me. I will eat the good of the land. Divine health is my portion. Long life is my portion. Prosperity is my portion. Abundance is my portion. Go ahead and pray and decree this morning. Have faith like God, somebody. Have faith like God and decree over your life. Mandebo sakadai kalabahosta. Come on, go ahead and decree it. My family is blessed. No evil, no regret. Nobody will tell me sorry this month. Nobody will tell me sorry this year. It will be congratulations alone. In the name of Jesus. Good things are happening to me. Good things are happening for me. People are remembering me for good. In the name of Jesus. When they are looking for who to bless, they will remember me. I'm divinely included for every good. I'm divinely excluded from every evil in the name of Jesus. Oh, the plans of the enemy are shut down. We'll quench the mouth of lions. We will escape the edge of the sword. In the name of Jesus. Kidnappers will never come near me and my family. In the name of Jesus. Mahanda, robbers will not come near us. In the name of Jesus. We move from scarcity to abundance. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Mahanda, they might be scarce for others, will not be scarce for us. Go ahead and decree my health is preserved. I'm living long, I'm living strong. In the name of Jesus. Come on, go ahead, lift your hands. Prophesy over your month. Prophesy over your year. Prophesy over your life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We decree the soul. We decree the soul. We decree the soul. 
In the mighty name of Jesus, I speak over your month. I speak over your month. I decree this is a blessed month for you. You will have reasons to celebrate. This month, your challenges are turned to victory. In the name of Jesus, this month you will celebrate. This month you will be congratulated. In the name of Jesus, the hand of the enemy stayed from your life. It is stayed from your family. You are getting good news. I say you are receiving good news. Somebody under the sound of my voice is receiving good news in the name of Jesus. That thing you were worried about, you are going to see light at the end of that tunnel. You are going to receive a testimony from it. In the name of Jesus, God is turning it around. If you receive it, shout it louder, amen. In your month of March, you are marching forward. I say in your month of March, you are marching forward. In the name of Jesus, glad tidings are your portion. We give God praise. If you receive it, shout it loud, amen, somebody. Glory to God. Hallelujah.